0: bless the lord saints put your hands together and honor god i don't know about you but i came to worship god i came to lift him up come on won't you help me lift him up today come on everybody just give god a praise at home give him a praise it's just about jesus it's all about god it's all you may be seated in the sanctuary. God bless you. I am I'm just delighted and praising God for each one of you and uh, I'm excited about what God is doing in our midst. Before worship started today, Gloria came through and just began to just lead us in that moment of Dr. Mitchell and Sister Mitchell sitting back there the Wiggins and Wilsons and the, uh, some of you older saints y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about before worship we used to have a time of that kind of thing early days we would come in and somebody would be singing and praying and that, that's not a new thing it's a return to something and so I want to tell those that are coming to the sanctuary we're going to try and make sure that that's happening all the time because we want you to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We want to be grateful unto him and we want to bless his holy name for the Lord is good and his mercy and forever. I am I'm so grateful to God today that um this this is a, a wonderful day. My my friend now of uh of more years than I can actually go back on. I'm, I'm getting old. I was a young preacher when I first met uh, Reverend Stalworth. When I say young, I mean literally, I was probably 18, 19 years old. So you know how old he is. He, he's almost as old as I am. Uh, and he was a younger, younger, young boy, young teenager. And uh, God led me to, to uh, work with him, minister to him. I'm just so excited that he stopped by today to be with us and to share with us. He has pastoral experience from Alabama to Iowa, and I mean that literally. He has been all around. He's here in Connecticut pastoring one of the greatest churches in this state, the East End Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church of Bridgeport, Connecticut. And I'm just so proud of what God is doing with him there. He's also a state representative and the state legislature. He's just been named one of Connecticut's most influential men in the state. and one of the top 100 influential voices in the state of Connecticut. He's well-educated. He's a professor. He's a pastor. He's a father. And he's a friend. And I'm so delighted. When I want, when after my dear sister gets through leading us in worship time of singing, I want you to hear the next voice will be that of one of God's greatest gifts to the earth. And that is the Reverend Dr. C. L. Stalward. Say a word, my brother.
1: Bishop, I can't tell you a testimony for you, but I'm sure some of us can say never would have made it without God. I'm wiser, I'm better, much better. When I look back over all you brought me through, I realize you're the one. was not for Jesus after 36 years I'm sure Bishop could say I'm strong I'm wiser never could have made it without you. you Jesus you Jesus you Jesus we could not have made it without you God that's why we love you today we're stronger we're wiser I never never would have made it mm. never would have lost it all, but now I see you were there for me, I'm stronger, come on pastor, I'm wiser, oh come on sir, I'm better, anybody better, anybody, anybody, anybody better, I'm better, trials. He was there to carry me through. Never would have made it. as the pastor comes. Never
2: seated in the Lord's presence. I am so excited to be here with my mentor. One whom God has used in so many ways to bless my life. As he told you, he was a young preacher and I was like two. And But my mother thought it important that I would be in church with her. And so he was, yeah, young, but I was like two. So I'm a little, I'm a little older now, but the word is that he served communion with Jesus. <laughs> come on, celebrate my brother, my brother. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And to Lady Watts, come on, give it up, give it up, come on, give it up, 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 up. up. amen, I celebrate God for for, for them, for him, I don't have anything but just wonderful words, thank you so much, wonderful words of testimony to share about how your pastor has played a role in my life. I have never made a, a decision, a major decision, in which I have not consulted him. I'm not always listened. You know, you know, you right, Glory? That's my, that's my friend right there. But I've always consulted him. And so I am delighted. Let me just do two quick things here. One is that uh, I see the clock on the wall. And I understand what that means, but I want to know. I just, I just, I just want you to know. When I was in college, I only needed two math classes, but I had to take four. So if I don't always get the numbers right, you understand I've always had a struggle. Uh, I want to thank God for Brother Mark who rode up with me this morning. His, uh, yeah, frat. I was so excited to be here. We got here like six o'clock this morning. We just just excited. But before I share the word of God, I do need to confess my sin. Oh, you don't have to get upset. You were not there with me. You can calm down. But I do need to confess my sin. I've been angry all week. I've been angry all week. Let me me tell you, let me tell you. I watch every one of bishops' sermons and, and Bible class. I'm like right there. And so the other day, I, was, uh, I had seen the, I, 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 I knew the announcement would be shown, and so I'm sitting down with my boo. You know, been single for 10 years trying to boo up, so I'm sitting down with my boo, and trying to be impressive, trying to impress her. So I told her, I said, look, you see this? This is, this is Bishop Watts. It's the anniversary, I'm getting ready to come on. They gonna show me on the big screen. And uh, I, w- I, w- I want you to know, you- you're not with just some common African American. I want you to know, they are gonna show me on the big screen. And the big screen came on, announcing Bishop Lady watts anniversary. I told her, I said, listen, here it comes. I'm all the way from Beatrice, Alabama, the metropolis. I'm on the big screen. And then it flashed. The guest preacher, the Reverend Dr. Boise Kimber. (laughs) got it out now. We can go on. But I've been, <laughs> I've had my feelings hurt all week. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here today. I'm happy to be here today. My time is limited. Exodus chapter one. <laughs> Exodus chapter one and verse eight. Exodus 1 and verse 8, and I want to read it from the New King James Version, Exodus chapter 1 and verse 8. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph god we thank you now we bless you now breathe on us speak to your people to your leader the one you appointed and placed in this place as pastor give strength give clarity in the name of jesus we pray amen you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. I want to tag this text with the title, and I pray that you will not pre-preach me. But I want to talk about a yada moment. A yada moment. And I pray that you won't pre-preach me a yada moment. More times than not, an adjustment in language can make a bad situation sound better. Speaking of something or someone as being visually challenged in the good looks department is better than saying someone is just being bad on the eye. I can remember when one of my nieces was born, my mother took one look at the baby and said, hmm, it's a baby. That's better than saying, now this right here, this bundle of ugly personified, more times than not, an adjustment in language can make a bad situation sound better. Expressive body fragrance, unsolicited and unpleasant, will sound better than saying, my God, you stink like a dead possum being cooked by granny from the Beverly Hills. More times than not, an adjustment in language can make a horrible or bad situation sound better. One being described by the music staff as being overcome by the spirit of God sounds better than saying, that fool just forgot the words to the song. Sometimes language can be used as a dress-up, makeover, improvement to make a bad situation sound better. But this verse before us this morning is tore up, jacked up, broke up, broke up, and messed up. And I don't care which translation you read it from. The New King James Version says, Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. That's jacked up used any the part of speech, including speaking in tongues. And that's still jacked up. You, 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 you don't just have to take my word. You can look at other translations. The New International Version says, then a new king to whom Joseph meant nothing came to power in Egypt. That's, that's jacked up. The Amplified Bible says, now new king arose over Egypt who who did not know Joseph for nor the history of his accomplishments, even more jacked up. Contemporary English version says, many years later, a new king came to power. He did not know what Joseph had done in Egypt. Jacked up in a contemporary way. What do you mean? How uh, does not the ruler over Egypt not know Joseph? If there had not been a Joseph, there might not be an Egypt at the time of this text. And this king does not know Joseph. Is this senility, ignorance, uninformed, untaught, unschooled, untutored, or just plain in Alabama term dumb? Make me feel like preaching, but I don't have the time. And and, and Anyone who has ever passed by a Bible, whether you ever picked it up or not, will know about the story of Joseph. Not only is Joseph a dreamer, not only was he sold by his brothers, not only was he thrown in the pit, not only was he lied on and forgotten about, but Joseph is also known because of what he did for those who would follow him. And this guy who is followed does not know I mean, you and I never studied with Dr. King, but when we talk about him, we talk like we know him. We we never wore a garment made by Rosa Parks, but when we talk about her, we talk like we know her. We we, we, we never had a conversation with Abraham Lincoln and emancipation, but yet on emancipation day, we talk like we know him. Never had a dance with Beyonce. Never looked in the mirror with Michael Jackson. But oh, when we ain't in church. And the music comes on, we can twist like we know them. Listen, we do not have to shake hands, have coffee, dance, or dabble in the flesh to know a person. We know some people because of their work, because of their commitment, because of their dedication, because of their mark on history, because of their influence, because of what they have done for us, even if we were not there when they did it. So how how can this king come to power in Egypt and not know Joseph? May, may, May I share with you? I, I, I suggest to you that uh, it is in the wording that's, that's used by the text Exodus 1 and 8 now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph the, the answer is all in the words being translated here what the King James said knew not Joseph but did not know Joseph this word y- know is yada. Can, can, can you say that with me Yada. <laughs> yeah, y- yada means to learn it it means to see it means to find out it it means to invest it means to inquire it means to inspire the word yada means taking time in such a way to observe something that you will develop an appreciation for it that you will have a positive and productive outcome because of it it is the same word used in the bible when the words bible says in adam Knew his wife. It was not just a bam, yam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, you catch up tomorrow. But it was more important than that. Yada means taking the time to observe in such a way that you act in a positive or productive way based on the experience of what you observed. Let, let, let me see if I can. If I can make it clear, yes, yesterday, I I could not get to my nail salon where I get my nails done. No, you didn't get transformed, you heard me. I was at, I couldn't get to my nail salon. I'm vain like that. (laughs) I couldn't get to my nail salon, so I had to go in somewhere I had not been before. And so while I was there, you've been to a nail salon before, they always start a conversation. So I was in a new place and I was a little taken because the person was not starting the conversation. So I decided to start the conversation. (laughs) How long have you worked here? How do you like it? You know, the best I could get was a grunt. Mm. (laughs) I got an attitude. I'm going through several stories in my mind. What, are you a racist? (laughs) What, what, what you think I'm trying to hit on you? I mean, what's the problem here? Why why, why you can't communicate with me? I got an attitude until I waited a few moments for an observation, and what I observed is that she spoke very limited English. It was not that she did not want to communicate, she did not understand me. And I almost missed the joy of what was being done to my hands because I didn't take the time to have a yada moment. Oh my goodness, once I was able to have a yada moment, I left there with my nails shining like a pink Cadillac coming out of a bootlegger's funeral because I took the time to observe what it is to have a yada moment. May I apply this principle today? Let let, let let me see if I can make it live. Come here, real close. Come here, come here, come here. I used to wonder why people would fight against a pastor having an anniversary. Of course, not here. I used to wonder why people would give gifts, would not give gifts from the heart and talk about I work for mine, he to work for his. I, I used to wonder why people would say mean and ugly things against the pastor. I used to wonder why people would fight about any kind of blessing. I used to wonder, but then I read detect and out will detect. I'll discover the reason they do it is because they never had a yada moment. They never had a moment in which to sit and to observe and out of that observation produce something that becomes positive and productive. So I've come to tell you today that this month, this season, is a yada moment. Turn and tell somebody, don't miss it. Yeah, yeah right through the mass, right through the mass. Let them know, don't, 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 don't miss it. It's not, it's not just an anniversary. It's a yada moment. And in order to get it, you got to be able to spend a few moments in observation so that what you observe. Woo. Awesome. Let me drop this on you and I'm done. My time is up. But there are three M's, the letter M, there are three M's that are necessary for a yada moment. And the first M is memory. Memory. Uh, As we see, and as we we learn, it means we are gathering data. And what we're going to gather is going to be stored up in our memories so that we can talk about it. Uh, uh, Now, I do understand uh, the power and potential and some things that you have to forget, I understand that. And I understand how memories sometimes work. If you ask me right now what's the name of, what was the name of my first grade teacher, I can tell you. Miss Nettles. I remember her. But if you ask me in the morning where, where are my car keys? I'm glad I got my cousin back there, but I understand this idea that sometimes it's hard to to, to put stuff in memory, but in order to have a yada moment, you got to have stuff in your memory. Oh, you're making me work so hard. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Let me me tell you, there's some necessary information around here. Uh, What's the address here? Yeah, that's the place I'm talking about. There's some information uh, around here. Because you see, I, I remember coming here uh, 30 years ago, and, 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 and y'all didn't have stuff that looked like this. Now you get mad at me because I'm going on back to Bridgeport and East End. It will not matter. Kimber going to be here next week, and I'm already upset. So you as well be upset because I'm upset. The family life center you got now, nah, you ain't always have that. All this technology got not, you ain't already always had that. But out of the vision that God has given this pastor to birth it forth, now you have it. So don't be sitting around acting like you always had it. Somebody needs to talk about something out of memory of what God has done through this pastor in this place. Oh, no, no, don't, don't let it die. Don't be like the king on the throne. Get this. When you start sharing stories from your memory bank, it ignites the memories in others. And then they start telling stories. And when they start telling stories, then the church and the community will get excited because you have memories out of your memory bank of what God has done through this pastor in your life. Bishop, I don't care if anyone else doesn't share and shout. I got stuff in you from my memory bank. When I started preaching, just beyond being two, I was young, real young. And when I messed up, I messed up. Nah, come here, come here. You're trying to be holy on me. You're trying to be holy on me. You see, some folk made their greatest mistakes before they came to Christ. But a few of us know what it is to make mistakes after coming to Christ. I'm glad you clapping for me, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but I know how this pastor has been a blessing for me the number of times I've called him. And I've said, I messed up again. He said, Star I think we can work through it. The number of times I've called him and said, I'm thinking about doing that. And he said, you can do it if you want to, but I wouldn't go down that lane. And I still went down that lane and still called him. He said, but it's not too late. God can work this thing out. We can turn this thing around. Bishop, you've helped me. I got stuff in my mind memory and I'm sure there's somebody out here who can say when mama died and I didn't know anyone else to turn to and I turned to Bishop he gave me a word of hope he gave me a word of consolation somebody out here can say I was going through a rough moment in my life and I didn't have anybody else to talk to but when I came to church I felt just like he was talking to me somebody got something in your memory First him is memory. So in this season, don't walk around here acting like you've always been where you are now. Tell somebody I made it. Bishop gave me hope. Bishop preached to me. Bishop motivated me when I didn't want to be motivated. And sometimes when I tried to jump off the ship, he reached and got me and brought me back. That's memory. The king could forget Joseph because he didn't have memory in his memory bank from Joseph. That's one M. My time is up. I've got 12 minutes, 12 seconds. Listen here, 12, 12. Come on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. The first M is memory. But the second M is ministry. Yada means to be intertwined in the process in such a way that the seeing and the learning are not just in the capacity of observation, but in the capacity of being a participant. The new king missed it because he was not involved in the process that Joseph had started. No sweat, no blood, no cost, no pain, just reward. Yada means you have to get close enough to get involved joseph could be labeled as someone who had done something great in egypt but because the king did not follow up he had no connection for ministry we do share our memory but participation at some point has to get involved I, i just can't get my hands in it by myself the pastor needs other folk involved as well president truman you remember His famous line and the thing he had on his desk that said, the buck, thank you for having me preach this, the buck (laughs) stops here. That is true, and that is true with ministry. And when it comes to the church, the pastor must say the buck stops here. But get this, the buck does not sleep here. The buck does not eat here. The buck does not rest here. The buck does not play here. The buck does not party here, which means the buck got to have some other places where participation takes place. So the only ministry cannot take place in the pulpit, but what's delivered from the pulpit is a way that the person in the pew takes it out as a participant in the community. Others must get involved. If you want to make a yada moment, you have to get your hands dirty. You have to get involved. Listen, listen to the word of God, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 13. So, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip the people for the works of service. And then 1 Corinthians 12, verses 14 through 18, I want to read it, but talks about all of the parts of the body of Christ working together. You know, I used to wonder how in the world could Peter preach on Pentecost and so many other folk get saved. He ain't had no mic. He ain't had no PA system. How could thousands of folk hear him? He didn't have no bullhorn. What he did have was participation. Let me see if I can make it live. He said God is good. Somebody said, I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? Oh, he said God is good. Somebody said, Well, I didn't hear him. what did he say? Well, God is good. Somebody said, Well, what did he say? Well, God is good. And by the time they finished that sentence, someone said, What he made, he said, something else. What else did he say? Said, and God will make a way. Somebody said, What did he say? And God will make a way. And what did he say? And God will make a way. It was participation. Now you ain't get it. Let me see if I can make it live for you. Let me see if I can make it live. The story is told of this guy who. Who, who used a wheelchair, he was up in age, his, his back was bent, he could barely sit up straight in his wheelchair, his hands were all arthritic, he was, he was bent over, and one, one cold day of winter, uh, he wanted his family to take him to church, and they didn't want to take him, he said we shouldn't get you out, we have to dress you, and he said to them, you have to take me to church, because that church needs me. And they looked at him and said, what do you mean that church needs you? He said, I have to be there. That church needs me. And they asked him, said, well, what do you do? You are using your wheelchair. What what do you do? He said, I smile. He said, "I, I smile and they took him to church and they took him to church and and pretty soon, a couple of weeks later, a young lady stood up to make a testimony and she said, you know, I came here a couple of weeks ago and I wanted to give up, but on my way out to church, I saw that man in that wheelchair and I said, if he could put a smile on his face, (laughs) with his condition, I need to hold my head up. He looked over at his son and told his son, I told you I smile. <laughs> Help me somebody in here. So God has given somebody in here the participation to p- be a participant in the ministry as bishop is an informant and inspiring. You take the word from this place, that's a yada moment. Six minutes and 53 seconds. Listen here. Is memory, is ministry, and one more M is money. The king got grant money, but he ain't investing it in what Joseph started. Nah, come here. I'm trying not to get too real with you, but come here. Come here. Now nah, you got to come close. <laughs> Bishop, you know, I've been getting all this advice. Been single for 10 years. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> Most miserable part of my life. Listen, but that's okay. Come on. Come on. And, uh, And so. One of my friends told me, he said, "Doc, what you got to do? You got to meet somebody, you got to tell them up. Listen, 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 listen. You got to tell them, you got to tell them. This relationship ain't going to be about money. <laughs> and I've been saying that, been by myself for 10 years. She said, I ain't a gold digger, but you better bring a gold bracelet or something. <laughs> Can I walk here a little? I was, uh, I was preaching at this church, and, and they got this sainted mother to give me the gift after the service. And she walked up to me. She was such a sainted mother. She said, uh, she said, Pastor, she said, uh, We're not trying to pay you. I went, whoa, wait, hold on. You should have told me that before I came over here. And number two, if you're not, you need to try. Had these money conversations. I came to Baltimore once when I lived in Iowa. Do a revival. Do a revival. I came to Baltimore to do a revival and they sent my cousin to pick me up from the airport. I guess they soften me up. And when I got in the car with him, he said, listen, pastor, preachers ought not have to worry about money. God's gonna take care of them. I said, cuz you missed your turn. So said, what, 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 what do you mean I Matern? I'm taking you to the hotel. No, you need to take me back to the airport. Cause when I get back home, I got light bill and car note and I can't write on the invoice, God will take care of the pastor. Term yada. The term yada means to invest. Anniversaries are intended to be a financial blessing <laughs> to the pastor and the pastor's family. Can I just say this? Maybe I'm saying it, so maybe my folk may hear it. But I did a friend's wedding and they brought me a nice little clock with my initials on it. Cause it was my friend. I could tell him, take this clock back, get the money, bring me the money. If I want a clock, I'll buy a clock. I ain't asked you to buy me no clock. So let me just say it again, anniversaries. Are y'all with me? Anniversaries. We ain't just in here to shop. We ain't just in here to look. We ain't just in here just for memory. We ain't just in here just for ministry. Anniversaries. Y'all gonna help me preach this. I got two minutes and 12 seconds. Anniversaries. Are intended to be a financial blessing to the pastor and the pastor's family. I I got three of y'all saying amen. That means I got to say it one more time. Anniversaries. Yeah, thank you somebody in here, anniversaries, 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 anniversaries these days are intended to be a financial blessing, because the financial blessing helps to remove the financial stress, and when the financial stress is removed, you can operate at a little more peace, do I have a witness in here? I feel like a holler, I got to get it in. I got one minute, 22 seconds, I got to get it in. But listen, here's what the scripture says. Hebrews 13, 17 says, have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that will not be a benefit to you. First Timothy five seventeen through 18 says, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching, for the scripture says, do not muzzle an ox, while it is treading out the grain, and the worker deserves his wages. That's it. That's all I've come to say. That's all I've come to say. That's all I've come to say.
1: That's That's it, man.
2: That's all I've come to say. That this It's a yada Mm -hmm. moment that involves memory, that involves ministry. Be bad and say the last one for me, that involves... I got two seconds, listen. (laughs) What is so ironic about this word, and I have to say it, I got 12 seconds, what's so ironic? about this word, is that there's another Hebrew word that is so closely related. Only thing got to do is add the letter H. <laughs> Y-A-D-A is to know. But Y-A-D-A-H is to praise. I don't understand all the code work. They just gave me 48 seconds of they being kind, and this is the way you do it. But YADA, to know. YADAH is to praise. You know the reason I praise God? Is because. Help me somebody preach out here. You know why I praise God for making a way? Is because I. You want to know why I am grateful that Bishop flows into my life? It's because I, uh, I'm going to tell you this. I just discovered the clock is actually going another way. Let me get out of here. But listen here. My mother, my mother, my mother, I'm Gus's baby boy. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. Give me some cords. I'm going to holler one time and take my seat. But listen, listen, listen. listen. I got to holler. I'm from Beatrice, Alabama. I don't feel like I've been to church unless I hollered at somebody. Somebody hollered at me. But get this, get this, I got, I, I, I got to share this because it's based on to know and what I know leads me to praise my, my mama. Yeah, that's a good note right there, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, my, 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 my mama would actually, Bishop Walsh, you know, would go to Monrovia, Monrovia, 18 miles from Beatrice. Yes, but before she went to Monrovia, she went to see some of her other friends. And I said, mama, I wanna ride to Monrovia with you. She said, no, you can't go with me now because I got to go see my friends first. And I was born in the generations when grown folks taught children didn't. I ain't trying to argue with you, raise your children. How you wanna raise your children? I'm just saying how I grew up. But what mama said to me, mama said, I'm going to see one of my friends. But when I come back this way, if you were at the end of the road, it was not a street. No, it was not a street. If you were at the end of the road, when I come back, you can jump in the car <laughs> and ride with me. You know what? I would go to the end of the road. I know the people passing by I probably thought I was out of my mind. Because I would go to the end of the road, and I'd just dance. I would, I, I just do all, I would just do all kinds of stuff. Why did I do it? Because getting in the car with mama was going to be the celebration. <laughs> and the reason I knew it was going to be a celebration because mama had told me she was coming back to get me, which means I had full knowledge that mama was coming back. That's what Bishop been trying to tell you all year long that whatever you're going through, whatever you're suffering with, whatever that's got you down, you got to go ahead and celebrate now because you ought to know that God will make a way. Now, I told you, I got to holler one time, but because I'm from Alabama, I don't let anybody just holler with me. But if God's been good to you, I mean show sure enough good, ain't nobody else got to tell you, but you know it for yourself that it was nobody but the Lord who brought you out. I need you to holler with me right through your mask. When you hear me holler, then you holler, has he been good? Has he made a way? Has he brought you out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah!
2: Yeah! A Yada moment is this celebration, yeah. memory, yeah. ministry, and money. My time is up. Thank you for your.
0: What a wonderful word today. Would you do me a favor and let's just honor God for God's servant today. Let's just honor God. That yada and yada was something else. Something else. Nothing more dangerous in the world than an intellectual, intelligent man like that preaching the gospel he's dangerous to the enemy. Let's thank God for Reverend Dr. C.L. Starwood. I'm, I'm speechless. Um, I know some of y'all saw me at one point I was completely down in the chair. I didn't know whether to go out and hide or stick around to the end. But i I just thank God. I've, I feel so blessed today. I feel so blessed to be in your presence. I feel energized. I really do, I really do. Let me me extend the invitation because through it all, there's a portion of what we do to try to get people to understand that it's all about Jesus and knowing the Lord for yourself. And so you may be online you may be in the sanctuary and say, you know what, I want to be on the Lord's side. I want to make a commitment to Jesus. And if I'm talking to you right now and you say, look, not not to the pastor, you know, as much as I love being here and I've been here 36 years and I pray to stay until I retire, if God allows me to, at some point, someone else will stand in my place. It's not about any particular person. You know, we built the Family Life Center years ago. And at some point, I'm going to leave the scene. But that Family Life Center will still be standing as a testament to do ministry in. And some other new leaders are going to come in and and do something. What, What are you saying, Reverend? I'm telling you that it's bigger than individuals. That knowing God is bigger than any person. You need to know God for yourself. You need a relationship with God for yourself. You need a relationship with the Lord's church for yourself. Because see, you may think you can have a relationship by yourself and be saved at home and you don't need anybody else and you don't need community. I'm here to beg to differ with you because the one thing we all need to survive now and we learned it during the pandemic and we're learning it more now, we need each other. We need community. We need community. Even the person who likes to be by themselves at some point just needs to see another human being and needs to be in presence with one another. And if you can have somebody come alongside with you as you're traveling this way, you know that that person can help you to serve God. So I make that invitation. If you're in the sanctuary, you can just lift up your hand and the the, uh, ushers will come and give you something and and then after service, we'd like to spend a moment with you in prayer and sharing information with you. If you're online right now, you can become an online member. You can call us at 860-443-6046 extension 110 or you can email us at churchofmen at shilohnewnlcomplex.org and we'd love to hear from you. I want to stand that invitation now. Will there be one? Every head bowed, every eye closed. Will there be one? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (coughs) Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. I love each one of you today, and I want to do this. We're getting ready to close right now, and as we get ready to close, I want you to know that you are to give, and you give us unto the Lord, and while I I do appreciate that last M, that money, that wonderful, um, but if you notice what we've been doing here at Shiloh lately, we haven't been taking up any money in the sanctuary I don't know how we survive. Someone say, well, how does the church do that? Hey, let me tell you something. If someone has to beg you to give and you have to be embarrassed to give, then you wouldn't want to give from your heart. Because see, what you do in secret, God promises he'll reward you openly. I don't tithe because you see me. I tithe because God blessed me. My wife brings in the tithing checks. I looked at those checks this morning. She had two envelopes to hand me. She said, give these to the, to the treasurer. And, and yes, we're we going to tithe because God is good. No begging, no pushing. So I'm going to ask you now, if you're online, you know we have three ways to give. Cash app, Givelify, or you can mail it. And I want you to use it. When you're in the sanctuary, you can write your check if you'd like and put it in an envelope and on your way out, give it to one of the ushers and the ushers will take it and they'll give it to the finance committee. That's it. That's it. Now, they may do something special next week, but that's all we do. We're just just, just trusting God. We're trusting God. This is God's church. Lord, take care of your church so i want to bless your giving i want to bless your giving uh, for right now now if you're online and you're in church and you want to bless the man of god then i want you to just to write in the memo on give a fly cash app dr stalworth amen if you want to do something now just put it in, the, in an envelope put doc on there amen and we're going to bless him Whatever you do, we're still going to bless them. Amen. We're going to, if you don't come up, we're going to make it up to enough so we can bless them because that's Shiloh. Amen. Amen. I love you all. Let's pray over the offering. God, we thank you now for gift and giver. We thank you because we know you love a cheerful giver. Let us be cheerful and rejoicing as we give and God produce in us the more that we can do even better. God, make it so that we would have so much to give away that someone else would get excited that that would be their income. We want to be able to let it flow out of us because you know you can trust us. Have your way in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together and honor God.